Hi, and welcome to episode 68 of the Great Answer Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host aside. What's up, man? Hey, man. And on today's episode, we have some special guests with us. We have uh, two guys from uh, a team uh, that hasn't been represented on the show yet, so great to have them on. We have we have Oskar Gramming and Ludwig Hoglund from the Gothenburg Marvels on the program. Welcome, guys. What's up? Thank you. How y'all doing? So tell us quick about your careers, guys. Quick introduction here. Ludwig, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been playing for seven years with uh, Gothenburg. Uh, yeah, I've been playing with uh, with the senior team for like three years. Uh, I'm 20 years old. Love the sport, you know. Um, and, and what position do you play? Uh, I play O line uh, and D line. I play like everything, every position on the line. <laughs> this is a very good uh, right tackle. If, if you guys wondering, he's a former yeah. national team player. And, uh, I drafted him on my squad. Let's go. <laughs> it was it. Um, I think I'll go. Um, yeah, I've played since I was what twelve. Started U13, been working myself uh, all the way up to uh, U19, and now for the uh, coming senior season. Played in the U.S. one year. Um, haven't played any national teams yet, so that's unfortunate. Um, play Mike linebacker or any linebacker position, uh, for that matter. Um, yeah, happy happy to be here. Why don't you wear gloves? I'm I'm so interested in that. Uh, well, it's it's the thing. I like to uh, wrap my hands in a way that um, I can punch, and it's also I I I I can't find gloves that fit me really well. Um, you have big hands. I have big hands but skinny fingers, so the the gloves just like slide around on my hand because my fingers aren't you know wide enough. So that's an interesting problem. It's it's. <laughs> It's a very interesting problem, but you know, it, it also kind of looks cool with all the tape. So it's 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 like drip, and you know, it's it's a it's a preference. I use about two rolls of tape uh, each game. So the uh, our our medic is starting to get kind of mad at me. I mean, I, I I can see why. I can see why. Uh, Oscar, you mentioned that you uh, you played in the U.S. for one year. How, what was that experience like, and how did you end up playing there? So originally, I went for a, a one-year exchange uh, at a high school in the U.S. Um, decided why not just you know why don't I play football as well? Because you know that's something I've been doing since I was twelve. Um, so I played for a team called Martha Lane Collins Titans. Um, it's a five A high school um, football team in the state of Kentucky. Um, they had a roster about the size of, you know, 50, 60 people. It was the national team. Yeah. No, it was, and they had approximately 15 coaches. It was wild. More than Hudson Boy has players. Yeah. <laughs> This was this was just this was just a normal football team. Like everybody had this amount of players, and I was like, okay, wow, that's you know a little bit different culture. Um, it was I, I the first day I got there, it was about 
35 degrees Celsius and 100% humidity. And we were running laps and doing, you know, bear, bear crawls across the whole field. I was puking my guts up. Um, but it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, the football culture there is, it's not more that, you know, you don't know anybody on any other team like you do here in this, in Sweden. Um, you basically just play games to hit somebody and then you go home. Um, however, I've noticed that tackle, Tackling techniques are a lot more sound in the U.S. Um, for obvious reasons, but they don't play as hard. Um, they don't run into each other as like idiots like we do here. Uh, it's not just full front frontal collisions. Uh, it's a lot more technical. You know, people actually go low and go for the knees. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe a bit more uh, sophisticated in places as well. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Uh, yeah, so the coach, I, I learned a lot. Um, learned how to read an O-line properly, not just, you know, like I've been taught in Sweden. Um, the gap that opens, he's probably running through it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a little bit more sophisticated than that. And, you know, um, I got to play in a completely different system than what I've been playing in Marbles, which was exciting. It was, it was a lot to learn at first, and it was very hard to learn because they didn't have a playbook. Which was weird. Um, right. They didn't. They didn't have like a playbook in hand. All the coaches knew the plays. The players couldn't read all, like study the plays. They just had to learn them in practice. Um, Why? I, I I I asked that. I I didn't get a good answer. Um, <laughs> so the coach would just do random hand signs, and I'd be like, "What does that mean?" Oh yeah, yeah, it's this, this, this. Okay, how am I supposed to remember that? Well, you just doing the practice. YMCA. No, dude, you know, random hand signals. And I was like, okay, that's probably a cover three, but they're standing in a wing T formation. Why were we going cover three in a wing T formation? And I found out that the cover or the uh, movement for cover one and cover three are essentially the same, just, you know, with different hand position. So I read that totally wrong. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it, it, was, it was a whole lot. Um, you know, I had 10 other linebackers to compete with. So, um, yeah, I got some playing time, but, you know, I didn't make, you know, the the Kentucky uh, elite squad or whatever. Understand. No. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I played lacrosse there. So, really, uh, I got two sports in. Uh, well, you know, did you cross in Sweden? Yeah, um, I've been playing for the uh, Swedish uh, national team in lacrosse, but it wasn't very fun. Wait, are you that good in lacrosse, or the talent level is pretty low, so you don't have the to talent do level is pretty low in Sweden. It's a bunch of Americans with Swedish passports. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 does seem to check out. It, it's they all play at like D three or D two colleges with one guy, one or two guys playing D one. Um, but it, it's it's yeah, skill level is very low. It's like the baseball team is in Sims Boy. Oh, I'm there pretty sure I could go over guys. There and play baseball. Wrestler imports. Me and Andre wanted to play baseball, but both of us were too lazy. <laughs> go through that decision. Hey, playing baseball would be kind of awesome. But no, what what you said about the football culture being totally different, like plus fifty guys at 
a good Kentucky school. Yeah, that checks out. But like even at really low levels, I have uh, I have cousins who uh, went to a really small high school in California. I think they play in like 2A or something like that. And they would have a squad with like 56 players. It was wild seeing this really small town, small high school team with just the sideline full of guys. It's it's definitely a different experience. It's because everybody's on – you're either on the football team or you're, um, or you're a th- theater kid. So there's there's no in between. Either you play football or possibly, you know, what they Getting call bullied. or what they call soccer, um, or they're bullied. Um, it's it's pretty much that easy. And the thing is, if you're on the football team, you can get away with a whole lot of stuff, but you also can't do a whole lot of stuff because the administrators will go, "Oh, let me just tell the head coach." Um, so you, so you had to watch it and. There were a whole, there were a whole bunch of people who got in trouble during the year because they brought stuff to the football locker room that wasn't supposed to be there. Um, and the, Give us the, an well, this one dude brought um, a whole bag of weed because um, that's how he pays people to drive in places. <laughs> so instead of gas money, dude has weed, um, and he brought instead of and, getting a driving license. Well, the thing is. To get a driving license in Kentucky, you had to go to the capital uh, of Kentucky, Frankfurt, which was an hour down the road. And if you're a kid from maybe a poorer area in, in Kentucky, your mom or dad's not going to be able to drive you because they're going to be working. Um, so it's kind of um, unfair to some. So, But, you know, if you have a ton of weed, you can just pay people in that. They'll drive you everywhere. Um, dude had to do probably one or two kilometer of bear crawls. Um, and dude, dude was out there for four weeks. I don't know how he even wanted to play football after that. So how did he pay people after? What no, other he, payment method did he start using? No, no, no. He, 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 he kept the bag of weed. They didn't take it from him. Uh, also, that, that wasn't the only weed he had. He, he, I'm pretty sure he he was a dealer. Um, he also he was also showing guns and stuff on his Instagram. So, Did, dude's pretty, doing pretty well, I think. <laughs> that that does sound a lot like Kentucky, yes. Um, but you know, it's, it, it, yes, it's one of the. It's you know, every southern every southern state's gonna be that hood because. The disparity between, you know, rich and poor is that big. Um, and I, we had, you know, my school was, so it was a public school of about 1,500 people. And the uh, the amount of poor kids, it was just, it was not fun um, for, you know, the, to realize what people go through and, you know, be on the football team with a bunch of guys that have to walk home from practice. You can't walk anywhere, but they do anyway. Yeah. So it was, it was very eye-opening what these kids will do to play football. That's, that's, that's awful. 
I had to walk once home after practice and I played in the room and it was a terrible experience. I lived five minutes away from the field. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, last time I was in Kukansta, I had to walk from the club. It was awful. It was to like Gustav's a, house? Yeah, to Gustav's apartment. It was awful. I, I think he, I slept, lived, he lived I, literally two minutes away from the club. <laughs> I think I slept in your head coach's bed. I'm not did, sure. Did you, did you spoon with Josh? <laughs> uh, Josh wasn't there, but I think I slept in his bed. Um, now I, don't think, I don't think Josh knows this. No, no he's moving now, so it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, I slept in his bed, and I was like, oh, probably shouldn't be here when he comes back. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be a bad idea, if I'm being honest. And it was, it was, it was, white dude laying in your bed. It was very interesting, because it was, it was the day of us playing you guys for the first time in the U19 season. So you were drunk at the game? No, 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 no. Just um, after. What's you trying to say, buddy? You were drunk playing that hangover? <laughs> so I uh, I hitched a ride with a couple of uh, Kirkansta players after we beat Kirkansta. Uh, yeah, off the game, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, that was it. Was very interesting, but they seemed to like me, so uh, I gave them I gave them alcohol, and they liked me. <laughs> Especially Robin, he uh, he really appreciated the uh, extra. Extra calories, so to say. Did you have a one-hour ride with Robin? No, I had a one-hour ride with uh, uh, Gustav and uh, what's your center called? Uh, Jonathan. You He's your two, former teammate, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, two, and two other guys that I don't know the name of. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, we ran through a couple of towns just playing loud music and screaming at people. Um, it was, it was, it was, it, we, we were making memories. Uh, me and Gustav always have a good time. When we're and you're making our podcast demonetized uh, over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's, there's yeah. no money involved, but let's, uh, let's circle around. We were, uh, you, you played for the Gothenburg Limham combined U19 squad this year. Uh, and Lude, you were the, one of the coaches for the team, am I right? Yeah. So how how was that experience like? How how did you guys get it to work when you were two teams who were like three hours drive away from one another? How how did you actually come together as a team to make that experience function? Um well, it was it was interesting at the beginning because we had our first training camp together was what in August, August twelfth, yeah. I think. Um, we we I essentially turned up to practice, and there was just a bunch of guys in pink or uh, you know, purple, pink, purple helmets. Um, and I was like, okay, who are these people? Um, I, I I I knew we were going to play a combined squad. It was just you know when you actually meet the people, you have no clue what their names are. You don't know what anybody looks like without their helmet on. Um, <laughs> I essentially just went, "Hey, forty-five, come on." Um, when I just you know wanted to talk to somebody, uh, but you know you you learned their names eventually, and it was in the beginning it was kind of confusing, but we seemed to have pretty good chemistry, um, you know, from the get-go. So, um, 
as, I don't think we had any troubles as a team, you know, playing together. Um, I definitely, definitely didn't uh, on the defense. I think offense might be a little bit harder because, you know, you've got to sync up with other players, but. Yeah, especially the O-line. Uh, we had yeah, so with the O-line to, like, get comfortable with each other. It was, it was so hard. Uh, so we had two camps in total. So the first camp was an entire weekend. Um, and then we had a camp down in Malma, uh, which was a day. Um, and I, I wasn't even there. So I have no clue how that went. Um, I was playing lacrosse that day. Uh, you sound so so white stained. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, but it was it was for us. I think what really changed the whole situation was we all decided to just sit together and play video games at night every day because um, we enjoyed each other's company. So when we turn up for games, we just you know be talking to each other like we've known each other for a year. Um, Man, we still talk to each other even after, you know, uh, this season. Um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of worried because we had uh, uh, Benjamin's older brother as a coach, cool guy. Um, Dennis, dude is scary. Yeah. Dude is scary. Um, <laughs> I played no, against him the whole season. Oh, no, no. The thing is, like, he sta- he'll stand there and look mean and everything, and I'll come up, oh, the, what about this? What about this? And he'll give me a very sincere answer. But you just looks menacing. And yeah, I cannot... he's the biggest teddy bear ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is actually a nice guy. He, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's very kind. and But I'm just worried that I'm going to have you know go against him next senior season because dude is big. He's like, he likes to show people. He's the definition of an ass to play against. Oh, yeah. So Because he's actually a good center and he likes to hit people. Oh yeah, yeah but like, uh, I have like I have like uh, hits and bruises from him after I play with him on my throat. Yeah, he, he to... kills your neck. Yeah, he yeah. uses his head as a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> dude has no knees, just doesn't care. Um... And, and I mean, he'll he'll go after it and like chase people down like I've never seen linemen in Sweden do before. Yeah. Oh, it's it's definitely worrying. Um, but I think the coaches in the U19 team um, were what kind of kept us together because Griffin or Limham has some very, very talented coaches. Yeah. Yeah. They have to say that. Yeah. No, they're, they're incredible. Um, They had Timothy and Frederick Moss. um, Moss. Moss. He's just, dude's a football nerd. uh, Both of them, but in a way that they actually learn and they teach. Um, so I've, I've learned a whole lot of stuff during the U19 season. I probably wouldn't have if we didn't have those coaches. Um, and it's it's very interesting because in Marvels, we don't have any receiver coaches. We don't have any receiver coaches. We barely have, like, safety coaches. Uh, our our DB coach this year was uh, Tobias Asp uh, from the men's team. Um, and We had one coach as a team this year. Yeah. What so, coach? Yeah, Josh did it all. The <laughs> jack of all trades. Yeah. No, it was it was it was very interesting because they Limham would bring all the uh, experience on you know four receivers, DBs, linebackers, but you know, Marvelous has always had good O line coaches. Uh, yes, Rude as an example. 
yeah. yeah. We we brought the we brought the athletes. They brought the uh, the coaching. The coaching. So, so all say. of those coaches, you guys can design a more complicated offense than Oliver left, Oliver right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's always <laughs> the single win. That's always well. The thing is, we designed that offense, I think, for due to the simplicity. So it'll be due to the simplicity. It was a whole lot easier to play with each other. Um, now I'm not going to go around and say like I that I know the entire offense because I had four or five offensive snaps the whole season. Um, two of which I tripped on the uh, line of scrimmage and just ate it. Um, but it, it seemed that the offense was very well coordinated and simplistic, but in a way that, you know, we always had four people blocking down the line and we always got five or six yards or we had an amazing break and got four. Um, you could see that your offensive line was kind of carrying the team because the offensive line was the star besides Oliver being. Yeah. Oh yeah. Freak. Because <laughs> uh, we have, we have Arvid Silberi and uh, Rasmus Silberi. They're at reach. beasts. They, no, I'm scared. I have, every time I have to go up against Arvid during practice, it's just like running into a wall. Which one is him? The he's, big, he's uh, the right really, tackle. The, right tackle. The really tall kid. Uh, I love spend... your center. What's the center's name? He's from Limham. Um, no, uh, the Rasmus is our like normal offense uh, center, but uh, that's Max. Uh, with we had the heavy wing and the single wing when we uh, like the heavy running. Um, so we changed. So we had we probably used like four formations the entire season. Uh, we had single wing, heavy wing. Normal wing, and then don't yeah. expose your entire. No, Oliver's gone, so you can't expose. Then, yeah, and then just a normal spread. I, I don't. Some games we didn't play in spread the whole game. I feel like you're a quarterback. Yes, he was um, a hand up specialist. Yes, so we had two quarterbacks going into the season. We have Eli and we had Hugo. Um, I I don't know about Eli because um, I've only played with him this season. Uh, I mean, he can throw, but he's not very. Um, he, he's he's a Tom Brady quarterback. Um, he can't move. He's 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 a pocket quarterback. Hugo um, doesn't understand the pocket, so he'll just take off. Uh, <laughs> and he is he he has the problem where when he gets into contact, he likes to jump, um, <laughs> which often results in him being laid out. I think Oscar Matheson, uh body slammed Hugo uh, in the final. Um, like an awful body slam, and Hugo just gets up and stands for another you know, snap. And I'm like, okay, why? Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, uh, being body slammed by uh, Oscar is uh, probably not a very pleasant experience. To to just get up from that is uh, uh, decently impressive. It, it takes it takes grit. Um, to be a quarterback and to you know take off because if I when I played quarterback for you seventeen I was like oh shit I just lay down so, oh yeah you play <laughs> quarterback oh no I've played quarterback in linebacker linebacker I've played everything uh, but linebacker but you're pretty big no not compared to the big boys on the uh, you're not you're not small I'm not small it's just you know I've always felt small I think you're pretty I, big I have little man syndrome. Uh, you've been short. Oh, because I've been short my entire life. 
Uh, and then You're I just tall. And then I just exploded. Um, so back when me and Gustav played with each other, like U15, U17, he was always taller than me. Um, but now I'm taller. He hasn't grown since. He hasn't grown since. <laughs> and I've been, I've been growing a little bit. So I weigh, I weigh 95, 97 kilos. And I think I'm 180-something centimeters. When I saw him live, I'm like, damn, he's pretty big. <laughs> Uh, we had a lot of big kids in our U19 squad. Um, and I don't think our opponents liked it very much. We will go in single wing formation and just have four or five kids that are about two meters tall, but just all running in the same direction, blocking for Oliver. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it is starting to like sort of check out. This all, all is starting to check out in my head that why, why it would work. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, if, if you have any other personnel on a Swedish U19 team, what you guys ran definitely should not have worked <laughs> under no circumstances. Yeah. You're the best athlete in Europe and a pretty a good offensive line. Yeah, that is what makes our offense. Yeah. And if I was the coach, I would have pulled down the receivers and just put offensive linemen as receivers. Oh yeah, that's what we did. That's what we did at the end with the uh, we put Thomas as a you know not a receiver, but he'd be a wingback pretty much. Uh, and dude would just run up and block three or four people. He's a truck. Oh no, it. I've seen I've seen Thomas block two or three people by himself at the same time, just running with his hands extended. Honest question. <laughs> Does it feel like you guys don't get enough attention because you have those two on your team? Well, it's we're well, we're always overlooked. Because um, anything you it, do, I still they had Oliver and Thomas. You could have you could have scored ten touchdowns. Still yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a feeling of okay, we're overshadowed by two of the greatest athletes Sweden has seen in a long time. Uh, I mean, Oliver is the oh, best. Baby. The best running back in Sweden right now. No, there's no competition. And Thomas is probably one of the better D lines in Europe. Um, so it definitely feels sometimes when we get you know defensive stops that okay, Th Thomas was just a beast, but you know, people were running away from Thomas the whole season, um, especially Kikonsta. Yeah, I mean, I can tell. I was, I was the OC, so I can obviously tell you what our game plan was. And uh, essentially, what we did the first game was, okay, Thomas is lining up as an end to that side. Okay, we'll run left or up the middle. He's lining up as a nose. Okay, we'll either throw it quick or we'll uh, double him as we run to the outside. <laughs> so it feels... You, when you actually line up and you realize, oh shit, they've game planned this ent this entire game against Oliver and Thomas. Um, and you, if you make the best of that, you'll have a pretty good game. Because um, I realized when we met you guys the first time, I just line up like just outside of your tackle and just pretty much just stay there in a contain. And the running back would just magically appear in front of me. And I'd, I'd, I'd have to make the tackle, but you know, uh, the rest of it just you know Thomas makes it work. Um, so I don't feel like we're over. We're definitely overshadowed, but I feel like 
it's the people around Thomas and Oliver that uh, give them the ability to ball out. I mean, the, the fact that you guys in your linebacker core had uh, Thomas in front of you definitely oh, it made life make, make, it makes things a lot easier because I, I, maybe that was way too obvious, but like I would basically refuse to run a play that I saw any potential of Thomas just destroying in the run game. Well, I was like, I was, I was like, no, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna allow him to make a tackle four yards in the backfield because, well, that kills the drive, obviously. <laughs> and it, it's also, it also made it easier when we were blitzing because I'd, I'd coordinate with Thomas and he'd, maybe he'd blitz the inside because both of the both the tackle and the guard are gonna go straight for Thomas if he blitzes. Yeah. And I just, you know, run alongside them and hit Oscar when he, you know, got the ball or something. Um, now, your quarterback, oh, my God, he it hurts to tackle him. But, you know, it, 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 comes, with the, it comes with the game. Um, I believe Jacob is the second best athlete in Sweden right now, U19. I think Oliver's one, Jacob is two. It just, he's definitely up there. Um it was it was weird because after the first uh, U19 game against you guys, um, um, I think Jacob tried to hurdle somebody, and I just popped him with my helmet in his nuts um, <laughs> when he tried to hurdle this kid. Uh, and I like I hit him as hard as I could. Dude did not move. I, I'm I, pretty sh- I'm pretty sure I cussed him out after uh, <laughs> trying that. <laughs> it, it, it was weird because I did that and I. I, I think I had a headache the whole rest of the day. Uh, and then I just magically, he magically appears in front of me at the club. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it's, dude, dude, dude's funny. Um, dude's really nice too. Um, but coming back to the whole Oliver and Thomas thing, it's, it definitely helps having them. Um, we probably wouldn't have wouldn't have won without them but it's still you can't discredit you know our o-line our o-line our d-line our linebacker core yeah kind of receiver core we'll we'll discount them uh sorry axel yeah <laughs> oh axel axel you guys have receivers oh yeah apparently <laughs> yeah they uh they're the designated cheer squad <laughs> they were practicing at the other field yeah uh, it's no, that team, it's like having didn't in Dominican Sioux college like Nebraska ran the dime package only three linemen just because they had him I don't know same kind of deal you guys had you should you should just ran the dime package only two D linemen instead yeah, yeah we were we were actually we we ran a three front the pretty much the whole season until we started to realize oh shit we're running out of linebackers because they're all getting hurt <laughs> or, or, or our shit, our linebackers have to play O line. Uh, we might just want to do right. a four man front. Um, but you, you know, guys had forty man squad, or yeah, forty. Yeah, we may have we may have had a forty man squad, but a lot of the kids were small, or we also had like 15, 20 receivers. Um, from- who didn't? Who didn't play? <laughs> exactly. No, we had no. We we used. <clears throat> Probably four re- receivers. Probably four receivers made catches the whole season. Uh, the rest just played kickoff. Yeah. Ooh. 
you had your special teams going strong. Nobody of them was tired. Oh, yeah, no. No, our special teams squad was loaded. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was definitely a case of we have a lot of people, but we don't have a whole lot of people who can actually play. Um, I mean, the talent gap was huge in your team. It was because we, we, we also had a lot of young people. Uh, a lot of people born 2006, um, 2005. Um, now, there's some 05 kids that are really good. Luva. Luva Poulson, Arvid Silberg, Timmy Lanson. That actually played the whole start of the whole season. Um, but, yeah, the, the skill gap is pretty big. Because um, you've got the top two, Thomas and Oliver. And then, you know, a little bit lower down is maybe Gabbe, Devon, uh, Rasmus, Arvid. Um, and then it just, you know, falls off pretty quickly. Um, yeah, so it, it was really great having a really talented O-line because we didn't have a whole lot of, you know, else. Okay, should, should we backtrack a bit? Let's let's actually take your uh, – or take the listeners through your season here. So you begin uh, you begin in August, and it was us, Kriwansta, coming to Malmö to play you guys. Very dramatic game where uh, on the final two-point conversion, uh, Devon fumbles the ball and then recovers his own fumble in the end zone, and you guys win by a point. Yeah, that was oh a movie scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was – that two-point conversion uh, – because originally the the referees didn't have, mark it down as a touchdown, um, and I was yeah, I, I was very confused because one ref first uh, starting started waving his hands as if it was no good, and then suddenly they switched to it being good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was no, my mood was up and down during that game, um, but it was a very very fun game. Uh, yeah, but the offense was catastrophic from our side. Like we we couldn't do anything. Uh, that's the it, thing. Was a, it was a very defensive game. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was it two score game? Right? Like you guys scored two touchdowns. Uh, two touchdowns. It was fourteen thirteen final score, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So the the, the last piece of that game. Oh my gosh. Uh, and did you get a touchdown like the first play of the game? Yeah, you're. Uh, you made a trick play. Um, and got a touchdown. Probably the first thing that happened. We did. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, it was we. Well, I don't know. I, I don't remember. I think y'all did make <laughs> a quick. Great job, guys. Three anyway. people here who were at the game. Two coaches in one plan. Can't remember. <laughs> uh, I have the excuse. I've hit my head way too much, but they don't have an excuse. You did this online. It took him five hours to join this call. <laughs> let's see uh, can I find the game tape from that no wait that was um, one, and, one, like really early score and then after that game we had um, what was it the uh, Tiresa game oh my gosh how did you guys go down against Tiresa no we won against Tiresa but um, barely Yeah, we won 44 for I, we won. It was they beat you high. in the first half. They were up. Oh yeah, they they had us twenty to nothing in the first half, and we were. Our coach had to scream at us because I don't know what we were doing. 
Um, we were, wait, we wait, were so, struggling. wait, so tell you, Lisa, was that your week two game then or your second game? Yes, that was our second game. Yeah. Um, and we were, we were struggling in the first half uh, of that game. The thing, think, they were like, how much? They were like 14 players or 15 players. Uh, and the quarterback played receiver and like it was fucked up. Um, yes. Yeah, so, but then we. I was, I was very confused when I saw the halftime score because what was it? It was like a two or three score Toyota lead. Twenty to nothing at halftime. Wow. And then we came back in the second half to beat him 38-20. Um, so they didn't score. They didn't have the ball the rest of the game. Um, but I think I think what it was is. Um, we were way too hype in the locker room before the game. Um, we were, I was on so much pre, um, I could barely stand. Uh, I think once that started to wear off, um, you know, we could actually play. Um, so it didn't help at all. It was, it was also a fact of they have some really, really talented players. It's just that they don't have too many of them. Yeah, they got hurt and they couldn't keep up. Yeah, so we just kept putting more players on the field and they just couldn't compete. Um, but it was it was definitely an eye-opener to, okay, we've actually got to play serious because this team will beat us if we don't try it hard enough. Um, and we took that mindset into week three um, against AIK. Um, when we decided to put AIK on, you know, kind of the beheading stone and beat them 44 to zero. Yeah. Because earlier, earlier in the season, I thought, Whoa, AIK, they put up a really good fight against cost. I was thinking, yeah, they, they, they might be a real threat here. And then you guys just go out and destroy them. Yeah. Um, I like to think that I had the tackle of the, uh, of the season that game. Um, and it, it was I just straight murdered their quarterback. Did he uh, get a concussion? I have no clue. I got a concussion definitely <laughs> um, from that hit. No, it was it was AIK was it was weird because they had this really really big O line, but they were they were incredibly slow and they were not very well coordinated. Um, yeah, it seemed to me like that that O-line, they had a lot of potential, but like they didn't move well. They didn't they weren't all on the same page. They yeah, weren't in sync. Weren't really using their size to their advantage. They definitely weren't. Um, Cuz I just run around their tackles when uh, let's say or just run through their O-line. Um, they have with- one offensive or defensive line the, the guy with the long hair, Stockholm player. Screaming! Oh, jeez, oh, he screams all the time. Like he's so loud. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so that game. It was they. They had a lot, a lot of potential because they just passed the ball the entire game. Or they tried to pass the ball the entire game. They didn't run at all because the moment they would run, Thomas would just go go up and kill somebody, or one of our linebackers would just dart through their O line and just hit the running back pretty hard. Uh, but it was it was it was a matter of okay, let's learn from the Citizen game. Um, let's not take anything for granted, and let's just go out and play football. And playing football did work. 
And then when we get to your next game, you played Kalsta. And I mean, you guys went on the road and you yeah. beat Kalsta by two scores. I believe that was a pretty good game. And uh, this is probably the point where I thought, okay, Gothenburg, they are definitely the favorites and the team to beat right here. It was that game was it was definitely an interesting game because um, we had been on we been on the road. It takes us what six five hours to get to Costa um, or something like that. So we were tired when we got there. Um, we also we we were missing a couple people because people were sick or they were you know not in, in Sweden or they were on holiday. Um, <laughs> For some reason, don't know why you'd go on holiday when you can play football. Um, so was, we do not we do not approve of midseason uh, holidays. Yeah, so uh, Foschman came out. You know, he played a pretty good game that uh, day. Um, but it was just a matter of fact. Foschman was uh, their QB was hurt, um, so he wasn't himself. Because uh, if he hadn't been hurt, we it would have been a totally different ball game. So the game, the game uh, between, yeah, that game was the first one where uh, Albin Fosman actually started. Yeah. He suited. He suited up for the game against Kjanstein. Came in uh, after. I think. I think their other quarterback actually got hurt in the game against us, and that's hurt. why he came in. But the one you guys played was his first start back from injury. Yeah, it was. It's a matter of okay, their O line's pretty good because um, they've got Sakke and you know, unfortunately, big O line. Yeah, they have they have a big O line. Yeah, uh, Carl Padad, my man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what seems to be a trend is uh, was like yeah, a trend. Thomas and uh, Fred Grade on the as ends, and they just got through like every play, and he just throw the ball fast. Like he he didn't want to get hit. Their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, so scared. Yeah, Pushman. He did it. Yeah. I got so mad that game. I didn't get to touch Pushman once, because <laughs> every time I'd get there, Frederick or uh, Thomas would already be you know ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, so we just that game we decided to run a four man front uh, and two linebackers, and I think it worked pretty well, uh, all things considered. Because we were, I don't know what was up. We were just lacking linebackers and uh, D-line. Um, but, yeah, if, if Foshman would have been himself, that would have been a whole different ballgame. Because he is good. He is. No, yeah, he is good. Um, He's crazy. It's just. He killed the Super Series. He killed Tyrus single-handedly. Yeah. Oh, he just needs a good team around him. Um, he just needs a good team around him, and he will make things happen. It's just I can't say, you know, with good conscience, anything good about Kalsta because they're just natural opponents and we've always competed with Kalsta. Um, so it's just a little bit of spite for me. Um, it, is, it, is Kalsta to you guys what uh, Limham is to us? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, and, it, and it hasn't – because we've always been beating them in the – you know, younger um, divisions, you yes. know, U17, U15. But, man, we can't compete on the senior 
level. Well, it's 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 bad. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got you know they've got a good team around Forshman, so you know you can't really do anything. Yeah. And uh, actually, with that win against Costa, you guys moved to. Is it? I think you moved to five and zero on paper because of a walkover from Yadla. Yeah. Yeah. So you moved to five and zero on paper, and with that, you secured the number one seed in the playoffs. Yeah. But then the final week of the regular season, you uh, you guys managed to ruin your chances for a perfect season. Tabby managed to ache out a twenty to eighteen victory in the final week of the regular season for yeah, you guys. What 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 happened there? As we we always secured the the first position uh, by playing with our heavy wing, just running the ball, running the ball. Uh, but that game we tried to like play normal offense, like try to get the pass game going, try to try other things, uh, and it didn't work at all. Uh, we couldn't do anything, uh, and then we tried to play uh, like our heavy run game the last like ten minutes, seven minutes, and we scored eighteen points. It was it was we tried some different things because we also you know there were a whole lot of people that were like nah I'm not going I'm sleeping in. Uh, oh my god! So we were we were missing a couple people. Uh, yeah, so many people, yeah. And the seven-hour bus trip didn't make it any better. Uh, now I could imagine. Because we, what we what we had to do was we took it. So both teams took a separate bus all the way to Jun Shopping. Uh, and at Jun Shopping, we were dropped off and went on this okay. tiny bus uh, <laughs> with a, a, a non-working toilet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, so... We didn't have the best, you know. I love the answer. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have the we didn't have the proper preparation for that game. Um, and also, it was it was more a matter of us trying different things. Um, and godly, no bathroom, small. <laughs> yeah. No, having no bathrooms definitely made it. Um, and they had a lot of supporters too. Um, they had a lot of supporters. You know, it's tough, tough away crowd. Uh, they were like 20, 20 parents yeah, yeah it was it was a tough crowd, <laughs> tough crowd. um but i mean it, it was a it was a big game for tabby though because uh yes, yes. If, if they lose that game they risk being what fourth in the standings and with a win they had a chance to go for a go for the number two seed and get a home game in the playoffs, which they did. Yeah. We we would have absolutely won if our last play of the game didn't get taken away because of some stupid uh, – It was like false penalty. penalty, I think. Because um, what we did was we had – it was 18 to 20. We had just passed the ball about 40 yards, one pass attempt, uh, magical catch by one of our receivers. Probably the only catch of the season for him. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we we were at the seven yard line or something with nine seconds to go. Yeah, and we we spiked the ball the ball uh, to stop the clock so we can set up our uh, you know heavy wing uh, with Oliver in the front. But 
apparently somebody somebody had not set correctly when we spiked the ball. So uh, let me guess, number six. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we I've no. It was it was one of our tight ends, I think. Um, yeah, someone online. Ooh. So someone not important. <laughs> it was so yeah no we would have absolutely won that game if we had another 10 seconds but what happened then did you guys get uh, hit with the 10 second runoff and the game ended exactly. yes uh. um, <laughs> unfortunately that's unfortunate but you know it was a learning experience and we took that experience into the call star game uh, which was the semi-final yeah um Oh man, that semi-final! Oh my gosh, that was. They're. Uh, they had some very very tough um, supporters. Um, oh Jesus! Yeah, the, with their like uh... drum. They had a drum. They had. Tell me about the drum. I still the, hear it every time I sleep. After the, they got the nineteen final. They got the drum guy to come down for the semi-final. I think so. I think so. And they had like uh, like a, a train. Uh, what was it called? Train horn. Yeah, train horn. Uh, they have to move away from the like to, all the way to the left of the of the crowd because they were fucking up the stream and stuff because you couldn't hear the speakers. Um, it was so loud. Dude, you should have seen his wife. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His wife was sitting beside him with her hands covering uh, her ears, and she did not look happy. No. Uh, <laughs> it was so you guys. So you guys had some sort of uh, hooligan squad for this final. Uh, Kalsta did too. Um, <laughs> so we couldn't we couldn't hear anything on offense. Um, but it was it was it was definitely a game for the books. Um, I, I I honestly don't remember much from that game because I think I hit my head CTE. one too many times. Uh, I don't have CTE. I just hit my head one too many times. Um, <laughs> the definition of CTE. No, nope, oh, I, I, I stand by it that I do not have CTE. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, well, I said it before. If Colsta somehow made it to the finals, they could beat any team. No team will beat Colsta because the finals, if Colsta made it, we were supposed to play in Colsta. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we would have been screwed. I bet you all of my money. It's not much, but it's still money. Colsta <laughs> could have beaten any team. In their home field, their fans, probably their, no, their freaking drum guy. A new stadium and everything. Their, their, their field's nice, though. Yeah. It's it's a lot better than uh, Philly Buddy. Uh, <laughs> our our home our home field's always been rough. Yeah. Uh, so we every talk about that when we go over to the Division One talk. <laughs> yeah, no, that, got, that Gothenburg field is uh, not it. It's not it. <laughs> no, no. Every and... time every time we're away, we're like, oh, this is nice. Oh, they've got their own, you know, locker room. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no, the semifinal was it, it was a fun game. Um, didn't get to touch Foshman once though. Uh, <laughs> you played him twice, and you didn't get to even lay a hand on him once. How, how did that happen, Oscar? That game, I think Foshman like walked off the field, just walked off. Yeah, no, he he screamed at his teammates, then walked off the field in the fourth quarter, leaving them with their wildcat quarterback to finish the game. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, that must have been a fun bus ride home. 
I get, I think he got frustrated. He's like, it's not like offensive linemen in the Super Series. They don't protect me as good. <laughs> he said, like, someone said, like, they heard from the field, like, he said, like, help me, protect me. Like, he screamed to the O-line. <laughs> you don't yeah. do that. He's not there, talking to you. Come on, buddy. Their third O-line had a tough day at, the wor- at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fun semifinal. And it, you know, set the tone for what the final was going to be like. Hey, that, that uh, if 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 there was if there's anything I can say about this season, it's that your semifinal was not as fun as our semifinal. <laughs> we, were, we were watching your semifinal in the locker rooms, and we were, oh my gosh, what the fuck? Uh, we, at, one point, at one point, I'm looking at the score, and it's forty forty something, and then I go to take a shower, and when I come back, it's forty eight forty nine, I guess. Uh, <laughs> With with someone making an extra point attempt to win the whole thing in, in overtime, and I'm like, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we had some insane halftime score. I think Tabby was up uh, 35-28. I don't think – I think there was maybe one or two stops the entire first half because we were just trading scores back and forth. Yeah, it was a very and- – and they and we come out in the second half, not nearly as many points in the second half, but we we end the fourth quarter at 42 42. Yeah. So then then we had overtime. And Tabby, they get the ball first. They score pretty quickly. I think they had a yeah, they had a deep pass to score. And their extra point kick gets blocked. Oh. <laughs> it gets blocked. And the way our offense was going that game, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. We're going to run with our three best plays this game, and we're going to score. Three run plays, rushing touchdown by our quarterback, and we line up for the extra point to win the game. (laughs) That seems to be a reoccurring theme with your team. Just run the quarterback. So, yeah. Who's, Who's the best running back in Sweden? Oliver or uh... Oliver, J- Oliver and Jacob <laughs> in that order. <laughs> no, it's, it's nah, no. Watching that semifinal, uh, I got goosebumps. Uh, it also set you know set the tone for what the final was going to be like. Um, the so final we were... was boring. Oh yeah, no, the final was boring because um, we just ran I, over I, you guys. The second half, I I realized like yeah, Kihuas has no chance. Uh, <laughs> this game is over. Yeah, so we we showed up to the. Uh, Final. A bunch of us had gone down the day before to, uh, you know, sleep in and smart idea. Take it, take it cool. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that that's the right idea. Uh, but we, we we weren't smart about it because we the moment we got there we immediately got in the car headed into Mama, ate some falafel and then burned pretty much tried to do burnouts everywhere and you know we were just hooligans that entire night. So I didn't sleep very well before the final. Uh, and the thing is, like, we have two of our starter O-lines was gone as well. Yeah, so we were – oh, yeah, for the uh, semifinal, I forgot this. Um, so Oliver and Thomas were supposed to play for the Swedish national men's team. Yeah. Um, and it seemed – because they, they were wanting to do it because they'd already played against Serbia. Uh, so they were going to Switzerland to play. Um, but Thomas didn't feel like playing, and Oliver – was going to play both games back to back in two days. Uh, 
So Costa thought they were heading into a game where we were missing two of our best players, uh, and we didn't have any other running backs uh, except for uh, Benjamin, whose whose knee is iffy. Uh, That's my. But, yeah. So no, by the when when Thomas and Oliver showed up at the semifinal, you could just see on Costa's faces that you know, oh shit, it's real. Um, but it was. It was very interesting um, for the final because we we got some good sleep. Uh, we showed up. I showed up in a cowboy hat. You know, we did our did our walkthroughs, um, and then you guys show up and get on the field like two hours early. I'm like, oh shit, it's real. Yeah, I mean, we we, we were there there to play, man. We weren't playing around. <laughs> yeah. No, we were we were joking and not taking anything serious. And, I've I've never been that nervous before a game, so I think a lot of it was just jitters. People that don't like that play in the states or outside of Sweden don't understand. But U nineteen fans, it's a stressful game. It's a lot oh, of yeah. nerves. Yeah, it's a big. Oh, yeah. It's the biggest game you ever played in, until now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my, my final year U nineteen, I probably had my best game ever. I was playing receiver, but like early in the first quarter, I had two drops. <laughs> Yeah. And yet, it ended up being one of my best games ever. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk about the final. Like, I played a good game, but I was there. Um, I, uh, I was there. I participated. I, uh, I I played the whole game on the defense, uh, and then I took a couple of snaps as a fullback. Um, I'm just going to say that my offensive abilities are lackluster at best. Um, my first ever snap as a fullback, I immediately take a step to the left and trip uh, <laughs> and fall face first. And and then I got benched by uh, Frederick Moss. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, let's keep it to defense. Let's keep it to defense. Um, but I, our game plan for that game was essentially let's just throw Thomas and Frederick up the middle and the rest of us just hold contain. Uh, on the sides and it it we for, we were forcing jacob to run up the middle because um, that seems to be something he's not very comfortable doing uh he likes uh, to just yeah he is <laughs> not if I thomas think, is there yeah i think he's less comfortable uh, perhaps not running into the middle than running out to the sides uh into the open field because we were trying to keep him away from an open field because we all knew that when Jacob gets in a, an open field, it's it's hard to get him because um, he'll run away from you. Um, but it, it was – we had game planned and we'd watched film. I think I'd watched at least five hours, six hours of film um, before that game. Because uh, you had your diamond formation and we were like, oh, shit, this is going to be a problem. Uh, but then you decided to not run it very much, which was – it was we, – we were glad because uh, I think we shut it down pretty good. Uh, but I'm, I'm always nervous when you guys run a, run a normal spread because I don't know what to do. Never played against a spread. All the teams in Kentucky just ran wing T. So I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 felt, I, I felt at home with the single wing. Uh, but the moment you guys line up and spread, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we, we had uh... – we had a few different looks on offense that we essentially had to give people trouble to defend because 
we had we had the full house formation with three backs. We had we had a three by one with a nub tight end, which is a bit special. People don't use it in Sweden a lot. We had a normal two by two, and uh, then we had a two back set. So we we mixed up personnel groupings quite a bit, and it it, it was. It was definitely to try to confuse defenses into thinking, ah, shit, what are we going to do? And then yet we had almost all of our plays out of every formation. Yeah, so we uh, it definitely helped that we watched film before the game. Um, and, you know, we were we were game planning. and it's, it's hard to game plan when you're on two different places. Because you can't have walkthroughs, you can't have scout offense. Because we'd we'd average seven eight people at practice uh, at in Gothenburg. Uh, yeah, like like the finals week, we were yeah, I think it was eight people on the practice. Uh, so we How were, do you we were, do anything? Uh, we <laughs> don't, don't do a whole lot of practice, to yeah. be completely honest. Um, we mostly just talk shit and yeah, we have fun. Yeah, uh, I have I have a quote from uh, Robin on your team that he'd he said he'd absolutely come down to Gothenburg and just mess around and you know still be able to win uh, if we just find him housing. Uh, well, so. Why does he want to be an import in Sweden when he's barely eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> it was it's. We we mess around and we don't take things seriously, but we still manage to win somehow. Uh, yeah, but I think like we won by having a very good communication with the coaches, like talking like heavily on Messenger. Yeah, so we uh, so when you can't talk to your coach face to face, you know you have to find an alternative, and I think Facebook Messenger uh, really did it. <laughs> Saved our lives, yeah. It'd be really nice to get sponsored too. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor us, yeah. Hey Zuckerberg. Yeah. Zuckerberg get, us get out, out here. <laughs> You're missing out, man. Yeah. Nobody knows what Facebook is here. But no, the the final I would I would say was a bit lackluster as a game. Like it it, it had it was a it was a good first half. I it was a one score game at half, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it it was a good first half, but then uh, the thing was in the second half, you guys had, I think it was two or three big plays where our entire defense sold out to stop the run, and then you just throw it over the top to a tight end. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. No, we were. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started and, on this place. And like the, the, that, that's really where the whole game turned because they looked way too easy those touchdowns and at that point it was like oh fuck this game is run, running away yeah one like 17 yard run from Oliver I felt after that your defense just like gave up um oh the uh so you know you guys made uh onside kick uh, in you know at the half of the game I think third quarter and you got the yeah. ball from the onside kick and we were like, oh, shit, they got the ball. They're going to go score. And then you magically managed to fumble the ball and hand it off to Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I I have no idea what happened there. Uh, offensive yeah. coordinator. Jacob essentially pitched the ball to Thomas. No, no, because, like, l- legitimately, I 
I saw Jacob running and I was like, okay, we're going to get like three or four yards here. I start looking down at my play sheet because I'm like, okay, let's start preparing the next play. I look up again. And then Thomas is like 10 yards downfield with the ball. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of those plays where you don't realize what's happening until you look up and you're like, Oh shit, Thomas is 10 yards in the backfield. See all of that because Robin trash talked him on the show the, the week before. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God, I've never seen because Thomas usually doesn't play a hundred percent most games. Like he takes it, he, he takes it pretty chill. You know, if he's on the backside and you always run away from him, he's not going to go off and chase you. You know, he's not going to play hundred percent just to chase you down. Yeah. Yeah, he said that to me after the game. Uh, but I think Robin actually did it and uh, got Thomas to play a hundred percent. Thomas pulled out some magical tackles, man. Like. Dude threw your running back to the ground several times, just hit sticking them. Um, and there, the, uh, Oliver and uh, Thomas touchdown was it was there when t- Oliver came run and throw the football. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that touchdown, I mean, I, I applaud Oliver and Thomas for that. It was a good catch and run, and it was actually a good pass from Oliver, but the game was essentially over at that point, so that one was. A bit unnecessary. <laughs> the thing is, they'd, they'd practiced that at uh, the week earlier. I practiced. Oh, my gosh. It was miserable. Oliver couldn't throw to save his life. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Oliver would throw 20 yards above Thomas or behind Thomas. Never to him. Um, but I'm glad they connected uh, on that on that pass because it, it, it would have been worrying if they didn't. <laughs> also, a couple of the touchdown passes to uh, one of our tight ends, Christian. Uh, he dropped a pass, the first Kalsa game, because uh, he'd been begging for it the whole season. And then he dropped it uh, in the in the end zone. So they were they were nerve-wracking passes that, that one shot. <laughs> this episode is probably two hours long, just so you know, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, the game. I, I was wearing because I was uh, media, so I was on the field, fancy guy. I was wearing my championship ring, and before even before the game started, Oscar walked up to me and said, told me like, "Yeah, I will get this ring. To, I'll get one of those today." <laughs> I had the confidence, man. So, did you guys order rings yet? Uh, we're in the we're in the process of uh, designing, and uh, so we're 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 in talks with the uh, company that makes them. Um, we're planning to uh, order them in December, and then they take a while to come. Oh yeah, no, we know. Aside, oh, didn't weren't you one of the people who helped design ours after we won? Yeah, I, I actually, after the game, I texted one of the Callsta guys, that one of the year before. I told him like, did you guys order rings? He told me, yeah. Look, he sent me a picture. So I showed the team. They said, yeah, let's order some. So I made a Zoom call and we designed it together, the whole team or those who came to the, the call. My <laughs> brother actually helped us, Nick. Nick was yeah, the my... guy responsible for finding the websites and everything. Those rings are expensive, though. Yeah, 20,000 crowns. Yeah. There's there's an option to get one for 5,000. I'm like, why? No. <laughs> a, bit, a bit much. <laughs> yeah, because one of them is brass and one of them is silver. The silver one is 5,000. But I don't know. I, I had the confidence going into the game. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get myself a ring because Gustav has been showing his ring off for two years. 
<laughs> he's been he's been sending me photos of your uh, trophy in the locker room when you know for the last two years, and I'm always you know I always get triggered every time. So the, where's the, the, trophy? the crooked one? <laughs> Did you yeah. guys cut it in half and put it half in or you guys don't have a locker room like us? Well well no the thing is since the team was registered in Gothenburg for the season um, we get to keep the trophy. Uh, and it is Where? In, it, it is in a former military warehouse. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you guys the sketchiest team on earth. Yeah. <laughs> so so the thing is our whole th- the practice where our practice field is located is an old military training ground. Uh, it sure feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we have our uh, stuff. Uh, we don't have a locker room, but all of our training stuff and practice stuff is in a warehouse um, with, uh, or like I think, I think it's a former garage or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's with so there are helmets and, and uh, shoulder pads from like the nineties. Yeah, so there are now two uh, U19 Swedish Championship trophies in there. One's from, like, 1995. Yeah. Uh, and one's from 2022. So there's a bit, there's 20-something 20, 20 years of uh, discrepancy between them. But, you know. So, so uh, w- one's from when before the Marvels existed, and the other is from when you uh, played with Limham to win it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So none of them are fully yours. <laughs> the thing is, thing is, uh, a couple of our coaches actually played on that '95 team. So, yeah, uh, offensive line coach. Yep, Carl and Fingel. Uh, so they are they're two time champions, man. That's not there's not a whole about a whole lot of people that can say they're two time Swedish champions. Andre is. Uh, I'm three. I'm three time. And a lot of silver times. <laughs> I, I was a backup on the 2013 and 2014 squads that won back to back, and then I have one as a coach. Yeah, no, we haven't. We haven't had a lot of U19 teams. Uh, no, that's why I still say Kijuansta is probably the most consistent U19 team in Sweden. Probably. Yeah. We. I think we've been in eight out of the last. Ten finals, yeah. Last year doesn't count. Last year was a shit show through and through. Yeah, but like our team, out of the last ten years, we've been in eight of the finals and won three. See, don't (laughs) say that number. It sounds much better. (laughs) It's. But 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 here's the thing: we're the only team that keeps making it back. It's always a. <laughs> yeah, so w- when we lose all of those finals, it's always a different team. Yeah. I think Col- it's been Colsta twice, 2015 and 2019. But other than that, it's been a different team. It was Uppsala, it was uh, uh, Stockholm, it was Colsta, and then it was you guys. So, like, it's always a different team. It's not like it's the same teams who are always showing up, except for us. We're always fucking there. <laughs> we, uh, we, you know, we're probably not going to have a U19 team after these two years. Um, we'll see. We we don't have the numbers. Because uh, this we are Marvel's, playing team. Yeah, the Marvel's 2003 kids, um, born 2003, we're, we're like the last, you know, 
the last good year, and then after it, it just falls off. Um, we're we're I think we're five or six people that have played all the way from U thirteen, um, the whole way. Um, so it's 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 an end the end of an era because uh, I'm probably not going to be playing with the rest of the uh, the guys because uh, you know I'm not good enough to go D one. Uh, <laughs> I think I think uh -oh. two of us are not not good enough to play D one. The rest of them you know could go D one if they want. So you got Thomas Oliver going D one. Freddie could absolutely go D one if he wanted, but you know he doesn't want to play football anymore. Um, and Axel can probably go D1 too. Um, so it's, you know, Axel is too small. I don't think he can. Yeah, it's, it's iffy. Um, <laughs> he's like, sorry, he, the fans got to, got to his head in the finals. He couldn't make a catch to save his life. Oh, you're a hooligan squad. Oh my God. If you start responding to the fans, you know, you, you, you screwed. Who was, who were the people that set the, uh, Cost the hooligan squad up. My boys, uh, the senior players, because <laughs> they were they were talking shit and they were there with a microphone and some some person on the team made like a Alabama special air horn with a, with a drill. Yeah, there's <laughs> a ever. there's one air horn uh, within uh, one of the fans of the club now who that air horn actually uh, does not stop you can just hold it in and it just keeps going <laughs> it's like pressurized somehow so it's uh, custom made oh I, it's nice. the video of it it's like yeah sounds like a truck horn basically yeah no we were we were struggling to uh, get our offense going because we couldn't hear when we were snapping the football uh, no got legs on that yeah Imagine what Tabby felt in the 2020 season, where like it was probably the same amount of fans, but on our, in our small field. So like the bleachers were literally over the field. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the refs couldn't say anything to them because this time yeah. we got kicked out. The fans couldn't uh, make noise because they the stream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now you were you were located in the far back of the quarter, but it was still very annoying. There was like one guy saying, "Like try throwing the ball." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Try throwing the football. No, we'll just make another seventy-yard run. Yeah, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> we transition to the seniors, huh? Lude. Yeah. How did you guys lose against us in the first game? <laughs> first game. Like, I, I don't really remember that, but uh, what was the score? Oh, I think that really we beat you by 16, and I never felt that the game was like close ever. It, it didn't feel close, but it was a 16 point game at the end. Yeah, but <laughs> it was like the first game we get, didn't get the defense, the offense. Julian got injured. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it was like trying to do like a open up his hips and. Uh, uh, drive out the, the end and his knee got stuck. I don't know what happened. I had a good game. Our other lineman had a fantastic game. Yeah. Oh, Mons, who only played like one or two games the entire year. That <laughs> Gothenburg game, he looked like the best player ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, 
he played two games. He's leading the lineman by ten tackles. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but that game was uh, it wasn't fun. Uh, and I think after Julian uh, got hurt, like the whole offense, the whole team just died. Like he's a he's a big deal in our team. He's like the the father. Father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, camp, the the Godfather. Exactly, <laughs> and when he's out, like the whole team, like the the feeling, the the energy, everything disappears. So, I think that was a big deal for us uh, when we lost him. But you still made it to the Division One uh, sketchy finals against Holland. Playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so how did it go against Holland? Uh, that game. Uh, that was like, uh, yeah, we went up with like. 17 20 people uh because everyone was hurt we were talking about uh doing walkover but we felt like we can't do that like after three years with sebastian working our asses off to get to yeah division one uh just to get sent down to division two again uh we didn't want to do that so we went up like yeah we're gonna lose this game uh whatever like we just have to play it uh and when we got up, we had like the best energy, uh, the best feeling ever. Like when we play you guys at your your home. Uh, but yeah, we could, could compete with them. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, Holland is a good team. That... That's a really good team, but somehow we could compete with them. Uh, I don't know how it happened, <laughs> to be honest. But it was like everyone played at every position that they could play in. Uh, I saw you line up a receiver a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like, yeah. And I, I somehow like turned the guy's knee like 180 degrees. I probably destroyed his his career. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was fucking awful. I feel so bad. Do uh, you really? <laughs> yeah, I love hurting people, yeah. Actually, Lude is a nice guy, to be honest. <laughs> He's very cute to play against. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it was a very fun game. Uh, it was fucking frustrating losing by, like, three points. Uh, but I, I've, like, got the, I've got the schedule up here, or the results, and it says 18-16 to 16 final score. Can that be right? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought it was, like, 10-13, uh, but that, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's is like two point game. Yeah, that was very frustrating. Uh, yeah, it was a very fun game, uh, but unfortunately, we we lost. <laughs> what what did what did what did you think about the the season we had down here in Division One South overall? Because it, it it was interesting because the the top. Four teams, even us on one occasion, were all like beating each other. Yeah, it was a very fun uh, season. Uh, it was very competitive. Uh, maybe not with Bobby, uh, but uh, that's another story. But uh, uh, yeah, but I think it was fun. Uh, I think we were everyone was at the same level. Uh, maybe not uh, Lima. They were they were <laughs> very dominant. But uh, did they really? Because they lost. They haven't beat Easter yet. No, it, once. it's really weird because Limham, you guys, man, 
you guys managed to beat Limham once, and Limham couldn't beat Ista, but Ista struggled against both us and you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, 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 only, the only really clear thing within the top four here was that we in Kijuansta could not do anything against Limham. Yeah. The rest of the matchups seemed incredibly close. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how that happened at all. See, yeah. I, I know what. Limham could run the ball really good. And against yeah, their us, their O line is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And the quarterback became Tom Brady against us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he looks so good against us. Yeah. <laughs> he was throwing dimes. Yeah. Other teams, he was eh, decent. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes but, good. Against us, looked like Tom Brady. Yeah. The but running that, back hated our guts because Andre didn't know him. So he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that game, uh, when we met you at uh, your home. Don't remind me about that game. Yeah, but that was like the best game, one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, it was so. Like, we, we went out to that game with, uh, I think, 17 people. And we said, like, yeah, we're going to lose this game. Uh, whatever happens is, like, yeah, we know the outcome. And then I don't know what happened with you guys. We played, like, shit in that game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was... every single player on the field plays bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. I, I was really frustrated because I didn't play that game because I had gotten myself injured and our game against Limham the week before. And I was like, fuck. Like, I wish I suited up for this game because I think I could have made a difference because our team just looked so bad that day. We, need, we needed Jesus down there. We needed God, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, Gustav cried afterwards, yeah. That seems to check out. Yeah. <laughs> In my career, I only beat Gothenburg once. Once and I were <laughs> this yeah. <year>. what? Yeah. <laughs> You've only beaten Gothenburg once in your playing career. Don't say <laughs> it like it's. <laughs> I, I'm I'm amazed because I've only lost to Gothenburg what like two or three times. <laughs> so only beat Gothenburg once in my life. That's how it is. Yeah. Limham, I haven't oh. lost Limham until this year in like five years. They're good. They're starting to get good though. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had a really good year. You see, every age group they were dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Their uh, their coaches are something else. But the uh, the Easter with their farmers uh, contract <laughs> with Erbil. Oh yeah, Philip Jensen just showing up and dominating. <laughs> Not against us. They lost against you guys. Yeah, we we dominated him. <laughs> How good, was he? How, how good was he? The thing is, like, he wasn't, he's like, he's compact. It's hard to move him, but he doesn't hit that hard. Like, he blitz and, uh, and just stand in front and pick him up. It's like, no big deal. But you guys have probably the second best offensive line in Division One. Yeah, if uh, Julian is playing. Yeah. Julian's replacement. What's up, buddy? He says you're bad. He says you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like we have to we have to deal with with the situation. Just put in a, a new guy and put over our right guard to left tackle and stuff. See, I was so mad that Julian got injured because 
I wanted to redeem myself against him. I had a decent enough two plays against him. He wasn't pushing me around like he used, did last year. I'm like, I'm good. I got him this year. <laughs> then, boom, he falls. Yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah Bummer. I think, I think Gustav ripped his chain as well. Yeah, Gustav ripped his chain. He told me that half, like mid-game. Yeah, Julian was... So he was nearly going to kill him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so fucking mad. He's, he's the same age as your dad. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was about to snap. We had to talk him down in the in the locker room. What is hey, d- d- don't don't wear your chain during games. <laughs> yeah, but he was like a small one. He was like tucked in. It was heavy. I don't know what happened there actually. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Gustav had to dig to to catch it. Yeah, ex- exactly. So <laughs> he didn't <laughs> keep to leave. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to kill him, yeah. But this year, you guys were the most balanced team because, stat- like, I mean, football-wise, your quarterback was probably the best because he he was the most consistent. If I say yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but our, our receivers were... <laughs> Hot mess? Yeah, they were... Oliver oh. couldn't uh, pu- put his hamstring down again after getting pulled. <laughs> no, like two of our best uh, receivers got injured. Early um, in the season, too. Yeah, exactly. All of them against you guys, I think. Yeah. No, I guess Hessen Boy. Okay, Hessen Boy. No, I was that... there to watch. Hessen Boy. Yeah. Oh, okay, the first yeah, game of the season, he pulled it on a fade. Okay, yeah. And then uh, Oda Matson uh, got hurt at Hessen Boy uh, in their home game. Stupid injury. Uh, and yeah, our receivers couldn't catch for shit. So we will also run heavy, yeah, run heavy year. It's it seems to be a an occurring theme with Marvels. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> <laughs> all line and running backs. That's all we got. <laughs> so yeah, we're like the uh, we're like the army equivalent of uh, the football team in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look at Navy out here running the flex bone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a two hour recording, guys. <laughs> I think we should. Hey, uh, Oscar, Luda, awesome having you guys on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. It was very fun. Yeah. And, uh, and well, congrats on the rank. Thank you. Thank you. It'll be, it'll be coming soon enough. Yeah, we'll be flexing it. It will take four or five months, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and the moment I get it, I'm going to send a photo to Gustav. Yeah. <laughs> to piss him off. Yeah, what, what, what was the deal with, like, free Gustav? Hey, we, 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 we can take that at another moment. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, yeah, guys. Th- thanks again for joining us. Uh, for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Uh, please go follow our Instagram account. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs> Goodbye, bye. Good guy. Goodbye.